You're listening to a Soulfire Productions podcast. Welcome to Wellness Realness, where we get very real about all things health and wellness, physical, mental, financial, and spiritual. I'm your host, Christina Rice, a nutritional therapy practitioner and energy healer turned holistic business coach for ambitious entrepreneurs. And I'm here to help you up-level every aspect of your life. Remember my disclaimer, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice and not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You can find an endless amount of content from me and join my online membership at christinaricewellness.com. And if you want exclusive behind-the-scenes content and my most unfiltered self, DM a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review to Wellness Realness Crew on Instagram and request to follow my super secret account. You can also join the Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe Facebook group to hang out with other listeners in the crew. Get ready for some wellness realness. Welcome back to the show. Today, we are chatting all about Instagram marketing, specifically the top mistakes I see people making when marketing on Instagram. This is a topic I hold near and dear to my heart. I built my coaching business without any paid ads, all with organic marketing using Instagram. And I truly believe that right now, as I speak, this could change in the future because social media is always changing. But right now, as I speak, Instagram is the best place to be marketing and really where you should be hanging out if you are an online coach. But also, honestly, if you're really offering any service or product, I would be on Instagram. It is a sea of people who are looking for advice, looking for help is where most people are hanging out right now. And it's a great place to market yourself in so many different ways and connect with your potential ideal client. It kills me when I see people starting their businesses and spending so much time and wasting so much money on Facebook ads and Instagram ads, and they haven't even capitalized on all of the free marketing they could get from Instagram. Usually this is because people don't know how to use the platform properly. So they kind of just give up and think, oh, I need to pay for ads. Well, that's one route, but it's actually probably not the most effective. What will be more effective and save you a lot of money is to use the platform properly. This is why in my program, No Bullshit Business School, I map out exactly what to do using Instagram to build a six-figure online coaching business. So we cover all of the marketing strategy, all things Instagram, so you can learn exactly what to do and what to not do to make the most of your time and create content that actually converts to sale versus just throwing things out there, like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. We go super in-depth about Instagram marketing figuring out your niche, building out your client avatar, connecting with your ideal client, direct outreach, writing copy that actually converts, using Instagram stories and IGTV, how to get people to come directly to you and how to find your ideal client, building your email list, how to actually coach, scaling your business beyond one-to-one practice, so programs and group coaching and other additional revenue streams, all things manifestation, balancing masculine and feminine energy, brain rewiring, of course, shifting money mindset, collaborations, just all the good stuff. If you want to build a six-figure online coaching business, then this is the program for you. Don't waste time. Do it right the first time. We have such an incredible community of women and it will change your life in so many ways. So if you're even just thinking about it, apply, book a call. It keeps popping up in your mind, so might as well just apply and see where it leads you. There are limited spaces available, so I would sign up sooner rather than later, and we start October 5th, and I am 
super excited to work with this new group. So much magic is coming. You can find all of the information when you go to ChristinaRiceWellness.com and click the business tab at the top of my website. It's also on the homepage, but that will take you straight to the No BS Biz School page and you can apply there. And if you want to learn more from other people who have been in the program, I have testimonials on that page and you can also always message me and I'm happy to connect you with anybody who's been in the program before slash if you look at any of my Instagram posts, you've probably seen some of my clients talking about it. So you could probably just message one of them. We are an open book, lots of different ways to learn about the program. Speaking of learning, this is why I love podcasts. I love podcasts so much because you can learn so much and I'm always on the hunt for new shows. And I just wanted to give a shout out to my friends, Rachel and Leah of Basic Witches. If you don't already listen to Basic Witches, It's such an amazing podcast. You need to listen. I was recently a guest where I shared all kinds of things I've never even shared on this podcast or in public before. So definitely check that out. But if you love all things witchy, astrology, manifestation, modern day magic, they are your girls. They interview all different types of people, comedians, actors, artists, spiritual teachers, all kinds of cool people. And if you love this podcast and love all things manifestation, You will love Basic Witches. They are hilarious and they make all the woo-woo super fun and tangible. So make sure you check them out. You can go to Apple Podcasts and just search Basic Witches and they'll pop right up. That being said, let's go ahead and hop into today's topic, Instagram marketing mistakes. If you feel like you have been marketing yourself on Instagram and nothing is coming of it, then today's show might illuminate some things for you slash If you haven't yet started on Instagram, it's good to know this before you dive in. And I can't tell you how many people come to me saying they're doing everything right. They don't know why, why no one's coming. They don't know what the block is. Maybe this just isn't for them. And I look at their profile and I say, I can tell you exactly what it is. This is why I love doing Instagram audits. I think Instagram audits are so much fun, but similar things come up over and over again. So I thought it would just be nice to share it on the show. So let's hop into number one. The first mistake a lot of people make when they are marketing on Instagram is they don't have a niche. People resist niching so much and I did for a really long time, but I just really encourage you to trust this. Try it out. Try it out. You can always go back to being non-specific if it doesn't work, but this will change the game. The more specific you get, the more people will come to you and it's not going to stop other people from coming in who aren't called out in your niche. I promise. I've seen it time and time again. I've experienced it. Other people are going to come in and ask for your services. If you are producing good content and providing a lot of value, they will still come in. So don't worry about that. And part of that is just is just trusting. I can give you plenty of proof from, from many of my clients. But if you are trying to talk to everyone, you are talking to no one. I mean, the, the classic with the health coaches is so-and-so, they say their name, health coach. I help women figure out the right nutrition program for them so they can optimize their health. What does that mean? What does optimize your health mean? It's a non-specific result. So you really want to get specific with what the result is that she's going to get from working with you. Telling someone you'll help them figure out the right diet or telling them you'll help them feel healthy is not going to make them hand over their wallet. What's going to make them hand over their wallet is if you tell them that You can help them get rid of their chronic bloating or help them lose that last 10 pounds or get rid of their cystic acne. These are results, tangible results that people will put money down for because that's the result they want to achieve. They don't even usually care about the how. 
And who do you serve specifically? Is it women? Is it men? Is it moms? Do you serve millennials? Do you serve entrepreneurs or creators? Who is it specifically that you're talking to? This is so important because having a niche allows you to anchor your content so you can speak to that person directly and they feel like your whole profile is made for them. They're thinking, oh my God, how is she in my head? Of course she feels that way because you're speaking directly to her. You know her. When you have a niche, it positions you as an expert in something so people trust you more. Somebody who says, I help you with mobility feels like less of an expert than somebody who says, I help you get your mobility and strength back after you overcome a car accident. That person thinks, oh, I I was in a car accident and I've been struggling with my mobility and strength and body. This person deals specifically with people who have been through car accidents. So they probably know how to how to work with me very specifically. Having a niche will really position you as an expert. It will build trust. It will focus your content. It will make your profile seem much more cohesive and it will attract more clients into you because they will trust you more and understand that you are an expert in something very specific. And I promise you, it's not going to stop other people from still seeking your services. The more specific you get, the better. I can't tell you how much this can transform someone's content because it just makes it feel so much more authentic and personal. And the person on the other side of the screen feels like you are speaking directly to them, which is so incredibly important. So niching is one of the most important things for marketing on Instagram. Make yourself specific. Serve a very specific type of person and you will attract in far more people. This is probably the most important thing on this list. And it's the most common thing that people avoid because they're afraid to niche. Gotta get specific. Don't be afraid. I promise it will bring more people your way. Today's show is sponsored by Native. And if you don't already use Native deodorant, you need to check it out because I know how difficult it can be to find non-toxic deodorant that actually works, which is why I love Native. Here in Southern California, it can get very hot. I can get very sweaty. And most non-toxic deodorants just do not stand up to the heat. And a lot have actually ended up ruining my clothes which is honestly the worst, but this is why I always restock on Native. Native deodorant is filled with ingredients found in nature like coconut oil for its antimicrobial properties, shea butter for moisturizing, and tapioca starch to absorb wetness. And it's formulated without any aluminum, parabens, or talc, which can clog your sweat glands and keep you from sweating. It comes in a wide variety of scents for both men and women, and they have limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year. They always announce their seasonal scents in the newsletter and the seasonal scents available through September 14th are Coastal Oak and Amber, Sweet Peach and Nectar, Cactus Flower and Poppy, and Apple and Honeysuckle. They also have an unscented formula and a baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. I have been using the coconut and vanilla sensitive formula. I absolutely love it. It stands up to the heat. The scent is not overpowering and leaves me feeling fresh all day long. Plus, it's vegan and never tested on animals, which I love. And they also launched plastic-free packaging for deodorants. It's made from 100% paperboard and 0% plastic. And that is available in coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, charcoal and citrus, and herbal musk. It's also shipped in a plastic-free bag made from 100% recycled paper. And this is part of Native's Plastic Free by 23 initiative that aims to offer sustainable packaging for all of their products. By the end of 2023, which I can very much get behind, I love that they are working toward more sustainable options. Of course, I have an offer for you. If you want 20% off your first purchase, you can go to nativedo.com slash wellness. 
or use the promo code wellness at checkout. Again, that's nativedeo.com, N-A-T-I-V-E-D-E-O.com slash wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S. And that promo code wellness will get you 20% off your first order. I love hearing about which scents you try out. So when you get your deodorant in the mail, make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can see what you got. The next marketing mistake I see a lot of people making on Instagram is that they don't they don't seem like a coach. They don't say that they're a coach anywhere on their profile. They don't come across as a coach. They seem like they're just somebody who loves health and fitness and nutrition or whatever version of wellness and is sharing about it. And if you don't seem like a coach, if it doesn't come across that way, then no one's going to be asking for your services. So you have to make it really obvious that you're a coach. I mean, literally put it in your profile. I can't tell you how many <laughs> how many coaches I work with who who don't know why people aren't messaging them about their services, but nowhere on their page does it say that they're a coach. Well, how do I know that you're a coach and you can help me if nowhere on there it says that? I might just think that you're a blogger because there are a ton of people on Instagram who are sharing content related to health and wellness or whatever you're talking about who aren't coaches, who don't offer services, but they're just sharing it. So you have to differentiate yourself from people who are just sharing information as bloggers or content creators versus a coach who offers a service. And this also comes across in the way you write your content and how you show up on Instagram stories. Because when you're a coach, you want to educate people and share things as if you're a coach and even sliding that in. Like, with my clients, I X, Y, Z. Oh, this is what I was doing today as a coach working with clients. It's very different than just sharing what you ate and what was going on in your personal life and just not coming across as a coach at all. So make sure from your feed and in your profile, it's very clear that you are a coach. This is what you do for a living, that you help clients and be clear about what type of coach you are and what you do and how you work with clients. You really want to make sure that you seem like a coach and it seems so obvious, but I have so many clients where I go to their page and I think if I didn't know you, I would think you're just a blogger or somebody sharing about health and wellness and I don't even know that you offer services. So make that super, super clear. Let's move on to number three. The third Instagram marketing mistake you might be making is that your posts are way too long. I see this so often and Look, there's nothing wrong with a long post every once in a while, but if all of your posts are extremely long, then it's highly unlikely that people are reading the whole thing, if anything at all. The majority of people who are scrolling on Instagram are looking for quick information. If they wanted to read a blog post or a book, they would go to a blog post or a book. And like I said, there's something wrong with sprinkling in some longer posts when you have more to say, but more often than not, try and cut it down. And so for a lot of my clients, I say, okay, write out the whole thing and then just cut it in half because I'm sure if you write out a really long post, you could break that up into multiple posts that would be much more digestible for the reader. And that's the problem is a lot of people, if they see a really long post, they'll try and read it and just won't even digest the whole thing, or they will start reading it and then stop halfway through because it's taking too long. I will be totally honest, I do this all the time, or I do option number three, which is also likely. A lot of people will see a really long post 
and they'll just completely skip over it because they don't want to take the time to read the full post. So the length of your posts alone could be deterring people from reading them. I do think that the more you build an audience, the longer your posts can be because you have people who are already invested in you. But if you're trying to get people interested in you and invested in you off the bat who are brand new to your page and you don't already have that social credibility, so to speak, then it's better to keep the posts shorter to make sure you keep the reader engaged and so you don't lose them. If I don't know someone and I'm not already emotionally invested in them and I don't already trust them, it is pretty unlikely that I'm going to sit down and read something that takes me three minutes of my day. I'm looking for something short and sweet to prove to me that it's worth my time to read something in longer form from this person. So especially when you're starting out or if you're noticing that you're not getting much engagement or you're not really getting that many clients, but you're providing what you think is very valuable content, then try cutting your posts down. Make them easier for your audience to read. Like you just want to make everything as accessible as possible. I think cutting posts down is also just a really important lesson in being more concise and getting to the point and providing value. Because I notice that a lot of people who write incredibly long posts about 75% of it is just what I call fluff, just extra stuff to bulk it up that doesn't need to be there. So if you write really long posts, okay, write it out, get it out, and then go back and be a savage and cut out anything that doesn't have to be there. I know it can feel painful, especially if you love writing. I love writing too. And I actually want to speak to this for a moment because I love writing. I grew up writing all kinds of stories and wanted to write books, and I still plan on writing many books. But what I will say is that writing copy that converts clients is very different than writing long-form prose simply for education or entertainment. Yes, infuse your style and personality into your writing, but if you're trying to convert clients or make a sale, that style of writing is very different and needs to be purposeful to the point and providing value. And usually if your posts are way too long, you're just taking too long to get to the valuable part and then people are missing the valuable part and then they might consider a post that actually has a lot of value to not be valuable at all, which is not what you want. So you will notice a lot more engagement. You will notice a lot more retention of what you're saying and a lot more people who want to work with you when you keep your language simple to the point and your posts shorter and to the point and just providing the value. Like cut to the chase, cut out anything that does not have to be there and get to the point. This also builds trust. People trust people more who just get straight to the point and say it and help them straight off the bat. This isn't about you, it's about them. So if you're trying to provide them with value, then get right to the point, say it, and don't try and make it about you first. It's not about you. And that is sometimes how it can come across if you are spending too much time adding in the the fluff. It just seems like it is very self-indulgent and people are thinking, okay, what's what's the point here? Tell me the point. And that's just how users are on Instagram in general. Like this is social media. People have limited time. People are doing a lot of things, especially if they're new to your page. You have a very limited time to capture their attention and earn their trust. And the style of writing that should be on Instagram should really match that user experience. So try to shorten your posts if your posts are 
too long. This can make a huge difference. And I mean, even you know, if I am looking at a at a client's post and they're wondering, you know, why it's not converting, I don't even have to read it. I can just look at the size and my eyes glaze over and I'm like, if if I don't want to read this, like if I am feeling like this is too much for me to read and I'm clearly incentivized to read it, I'm invested in you, then I highly doubt somebody who randomly stumbles across your page is going to be super invested in reading this very long post, especially if they're all really long. If some are long and some are shorter, then it usually evens out. But if every single post is a novel, people feel really overwhelmed. It can be energetically draining. So try and cut down the length of your posts. Let's move on to number four. The fourth mistake is your posts don't show what you know. Maybe you have a ton of posts beautiful content, beautiful photography, and maybe even great writing, but it's not showing everything you know. And this is one of the biggest blocks for a lot of my clients. They'll be posting and it's just not translating over everything that they know. You are a wealth of knowledge. You've studied a lot. You've had a lot of personal experiences. What have you learned from that? And what can you teach? What do you know? People want to learn from you. And if you can show off what you know, they will trust you more and they'll be interested in learning even more from you. And then that eventually leads to clients. People have to believe that you know what you're talking about for them to want to invest money in you or at least consider investing money in you. So you really have to show off what you know. And a lot of people try and kind of like save all of the juicy stuff they know, all the good stuff they know for their clients or their programs or I mean whatever it is. This is scarcity mindset. You know plenty of stuff. Show what you know. Share your best shit. Share it. Don't try and save it. What happens is you never get around to sharing it and then nobody knows that you know this stuff. And here's the thing. If you know it, someone else in the world knows it and somebody else is on Instagram talking about it. So you might as well talk about it because you know it too. But if your posts are just about what you eat or the way you work out or this new life philosophy you figured out, but you're not showing off the depth of your knowledge or the range of your knowledge, the range of your experiences. You have to show that depth and that diversity and just share your best content. If you have an understanding of something that that not as many people understand or it took you longer to figure out, then I can guarantee you that other people don't know that as well. So share it. And I also see a lot of coaches sharing a lot of great content. And maybe it is sharing things that they know, but it's nothing novel or exciting. And then I will talk to that coach and I'll be like, girl, you know so much. I know you personally. You have such a depth of knowledge and so many interesting experiences and interesting opinions and such a unique approach. But when I look at your Instagram profile, it looks like just any other trainer's page or any other NTP's page. I want you to show off what's unique. What is your unique approach? What is the unique philosophy that you have. Why do you have it? How did you develop it? How did you learn it? Why, why, why? I want to know everything. I want to know the depth of what you know. And so if your content is really, you know, just like vanilla ice cream, we need to add some sprinkles. And this is where sometimes people can take a niche too far where they're just like so focused that they don't really show the depth of who they are or what they know. And it's, it's just too boring. And, and this is usually when people are overthinking it instead of just being authentically themselves and tying in who they are to what their niche is. 
So what I recommend is sitting down and thinking about all the topics you know about, everything that you're really interested in, everything that you have studied and learned about, and look at your Instagram profile and pretend you are a brand new person looking at your page and really think, if I came here for the first time, would I really get a strong sense of who this person is and everything that they know about, all the different tools in their tool belts? I mean, I've had clients who have certain certifications and you wouldn't even know looking at the page. For example, a lot of NTPs I work with are also Reiki practitioners and they're really frustrated that they aren't getting, you know, more questions about energy, healing related content. And I look at their page and I'm like, nowhere on here does it say you're a Reiki practitioner slash you don't even talk about anything related to energetics or energy healing. So of course people aren't going to know. And it might seem obvious to you because you live in your brain, you know yourself very well, you are in your own life having conversations with people. But to somebody who is brand new, essentially meeting you for the first time, or they only know about you based on what you post, like you're creating their reality of who you are. So what do you want that to be? And within your educational content, are you just sharing the basic stuff that everybody else is sharing? Or are you making it interesting? Are you offering a unique perspective? Are you sharing something deeper or different? That is the type of content that gets people interested and trusts you and and converts. I encourage you to talk about the basics. The basics are important because they're not basic to other people, but you can't just stick with the basics forever and say the same boring things over and over again. Say something new, say something different, and show off all the things you know. A lot of my clients they're very unique and they all have certain personal interests that they know a lot about. And I, I want to see them incorporate that into their content so people can see the depth to you, but also they might be super interested in that topic or that perspective as well. And you just don't know it yet. So show that off. A lot of people kind of try and hide pieces of themselves because they want to curate their feed to look the way they think it should look. They want to come across as how they think a practitioner should come across as. They have this idea of what the right Instagram profile looks like or what the right thing to say is. There's no such thing as right or wrong. And so it's really about getting away from that. And that can actually just push you into a corner where you seem like everyone else. And the key with having an Instagram profile that actually converts is making sure that you don't come across like everybody else. It's your authenticity and everything that makes you you, everything that makes you unique, that is what actually gets somebody to want to work with you specifically. So please make sure you're sharing everything that you know. This comes across in in so many different ways. For some people, it's simply that they're not even educating. They're just sharing things about their own life and what they're doing, and they're not actually just educating. And so people don't know anything they know. For other people, they are educating, but they aren't showing off the wide variety of topics, or they're just really covering the same things over and over again that everybody already knows. So it's nothing unique or different. For some people, it's that they're just not showing all of their personality. And so I'm not getting a clear sense of who they are, but it's all of those those specific things that you love to learn about and research and do that you incorporate into your lifestyle. That's part of your personality. What people should know about if they're going to want to work with you. And that's 
that's your selling point. It's what makes you unique. So it's really about not being boring. And the way to not be boring is to simply just be yourself and to show off who you really are. And to get people to trust you, you have to show everything you know. And so you want to come across, of course, as as knowledgeable as you are. If you're not educating, you're not teaching, you're not showing all the things you know about, all the things that you've researched or experienced, then people aren't going to know what you know. And <laughs> that is what makes them want to work with you because they realize, oh, she gets this. She's dealt with this. She's studied this, researched it, learned about it, worked with people with this before. So talk about that and make it really clear to people all the things that you know. It seems pretty obvious, but it's one of the most common mistakes I see if I look at somebody's profile and I'm like, yeah, it looks good, but I don't really get a sense of all of the things you know. Yeah, you know how to go to the gym and lift weights. Yeah, you know how to build a balanced plate. But I mean, I know you know a lot more than that. I want to get into the nitty gritty interesting stuff, you know? So share your best content, share your best information. When you have an epiphany, share it. Don't save it. Don't wait. Share it. That is what builds trust and makes people want to keep learning from you. We all know my diet has changed a lot over the years, but the one thing that has always stayed the same is my consumption of Four Sigmatic mushroom elixirs. I cannot get enough of these. They taste amazing and functional mushrooms have so many incredible health benefits. For example, chaga, also known as the king of the mushrooms, is incredible for supporting the immune system because it has antioxidant properties and it also is helpful for opening up your third eye. This was the first Four Sigmatic Elixir I fell in love with when I was in college, and I love turning this into a morning latte with some nut milk. If I need a little extra brain boost, I use the Lion's Mane Mushroom Elixir Mix, which is incredible for memory, concentration, and cognition if I have an intense day ahead where I gotta get a lot of solid work done. And if I need extra energy or support with recovery from a workout, then I go for the Cordyceps which gives you a natural energy spike without caffeine. And if I am feeling caffeine, I will go for the mushroom coffee mix, which is great if you don't want to get the jitters. There is only 50 milligrams of caffeine per serving and the coffee is mixed with functional mushrooms for the extra health benefits and added focus. And I also love their matcha latte mix if I want some caffeine in the morning. And then in the evenings, I like to rotate between the reishi, which is incredible for supporting sleep and relaxation or the mushroom hot cacao with reishi. And if I want a little extra digestive help, then I will have the chai latte with turkey tail. There's no caffeine in that. I love these products because they are so easy to use. You just mix a packet with hot water and you are good to go. They're all tested for pesticides, heavy metals, irradiation, mycotoxins, and other factors and made only from wildcrafted or law-grown and certified organic mushrooms. This is a part of my daily ritual I will not give up and I notice a big difference when taking them consistently. So it's a win-win all around because they have such amazing health benefits and they taste so good. So if you want to try out Four Sigmatic products, you can head on over to foursigmatic.com slash CRW and my code CRW will get you 15% off. Again, that's foursigmatic.com, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash C-R-W and my code C-R-W will get you 15% off. So let's hop into number five. The fifth mistake you might be making is that you're not showing your face. This is a big one. A lot of people avoid showing their face and then you have some people who show it a lot because they love to 
more power to you. Let me be honest. I hate taking pictures. I don't really, I don't want to say I don't like showing my face, but like, I just don't really like taking pictures. It's not my thing, but guess what? It's part of having a business and part of people getting to know me and part of building trust. People want to see my face so that they know I'm not an 85 year old man catfishing them. It's important. People want to know what you look like. They want to see you in real life. They want to see you in action. I don't trust profiles that don't have any pictures of the person's face. It's like how people say, oh, it's so nice to put a face to the name, right? It is really nice to put a face to someone's name because now you just feel more connected to them. You feel like you can trust them more. You can connect their words to the way they talk and the way they look. It's not about how you look. It's just to build trust because people want to be working with a person. They want to hear from a person. And it's a totally different experience to just read words somebody writes and see what they ate for lunch versus seeing what they look like in them in action. And so this is why it's so important to show up on Instagram stories and show your face. People want to see your face. They want to see you talk. And this is a really really good selling point too, right? Just to show people what it's like to communicate with you, which I'll get to in a second, but you want to show your face. And then on your feed, I want to know what you look like. I mean, it's just human psychology. People relate to people, humans. And so they're going to trust you more and be more interested in you if they can see what you look like. You don't have to have professional photos. If you have an iPhone, there you go. Take, take a selfie. I'm a big selfie fan. Or grab a friend and have them take photos of you. But I want to know what you look like. And I mean, there are some people who put pictures on themselves, but their face is always hidden or they have glasses on. And it makes me feel like, what are you trying to hide? It's so important that you have the confidence to show your face because it gives your clients confidence of their own. It's an interesting confidence exchange, energy transfer, but it is very much there. And there's something to, hey, I'm on Instagram and I'm showing pictures of what I look like and I'm educating and I am not hiding. And guess what? By working with me, you don't have to hide anymore either. People want to work with somebody who isn't hiding because that's really what they want in their life. You know, no matter what the actual health concern or goal is that they're trying to reach with the coaching on some level deep down, it's rooted in they don't want to hide anymore. They don't want to play small. They want to step into who they really want to be. And part of that is not being afraid to show themselves. And so you kind of energetically show that like, you know, when people are looking at your Instagram account, they're they're trying to get a picture of what their life could be. They're trying to see, oh, this is her in action. If she can do this in her life, I can be like this too. And when they see you not being afraid of taking photos and showing your face, that can give them confidence that by working with you, they will develop their own confidence to not have to hide in their own lives anymore. So make sure you show your face. It also helps differentiate yourself as an actual coach versus a brand. Sometimes I see people who don't have a picture of their face and I'm not sure if they're just showing their meals for accountability, uh, just showing things about their journey for other people versus when I see their face and they're kind of talking to me directly and I can see what they look like. They come across more as a coach, more as an authority figure. And then sometimes I, I might just think that they're a health and wellness brand, especially I've seen a couple of people who have such beautiful 
photos, like really, really well curated feed, beautiful photos. And I literally think that they're a brand that sells some type of product or some type of online magazine or something like that. And I I don't realize that they actually have coaching services. And so it's really easy, especially when you're when your feed is too aesthetically pleasing or too curated, you can come across as a brand that doesn't offer services. And so it's really important to be aware of that as well. This bleeds over into mistake number six, which is you're not making use of Instagram stories. Instagram stories is the best marketing tool. I think of my feed as my portfolio and it gets people kind of in the door and they get to know things about me, but really where the action is happening is my Instagram stories. That's where people can get to know who I really am. They can see how I talk. They can hear the tone in my voice. It helps them read my feed posts better in the sense of they can read my feed posts in in my tone and hear my voice. So it translates much better. And they also can get a better sense of my coaching style, especially when I'm educating because people they want to get to know you before they actually invest in working with you, especially if it's a higher ticket offer. And so you can kind of get a taste of somebody's style of the way they communicate information, educate by the way they talk on social media. So, you know, for me, my podcast helps people understand how I communicate information, but you also get that same effect on Instagram stories when I'm educating, when I'm talking and you can just you know, see the way my face moves and hear the tone of my voice and hear how I phrase things and just get a sense of my style. Some people are a lot more educational and more serious. Other people make jokes all the time. Some people are super sarcastic. Some people are very loving and flowy and other people are more masculine and intense. And there's no right or wrong to any of this, but the point is that you can show off your personality and how you coach and people are more likely to invest in you because they'll resonate with your style. And I just think Instagram stories can make it or break it for people. There have been so many people who I just wasn't that interested in their content. I didn't really get it. And then I started watching their stories and I was like, oh, this person's legit. They're hilarious. I love what they have to say. I love the way they communicate. I'm addicted to watching their Instagram stories. And that changed the game for me. And then there are other people who might have a really great feed, but then I watch their stories and I'm like, oh, I could not learn from you. Not not my jam. So it helps to build authority. It helps people get to know you. And also, to be honest, the majority of your sales are going to happen in your Instagram stories. I mean, that's where I make most of my conversions because it's the closest thing to talking to somebody one-on-one, right? It's it's the closest thing you can get to having an actual conversation with this person and being face-to-face with them. Whereas not as many people are going to buy something just off of a post they read, but they're much more likely to move forward with the next step if they have a conversation with you. And Instagram stories can allow you to kind of create that conversation without actually creating the conversation, right? It gives more of that effect because they can see you, they can hear you, and they also learn to trust you. This is where you can show relatability in more of your life. So in your Instagram stories, you'll have a mixture of personal content and educational content and offers, and it's like reality TV of your life, right? So you can show off all the different things about you, and you'd be surprised. Sometimes it's the random ass things that you share that are the things that make people want to work with you because people just want to work with somebody they can relate to. So they want to work with somebody who they trust, who is educated, who they believe can get them to 
the next step and can help them reach their goals, but also who they can relate to. And that's why, you know, yeah, the market is saturated, but it doesn't really matter because people decide on the coach to work with because of who they really connect with and who speaks their language, so to speak, right? Who they're just like, you know what? You really resonate with me. I love your approach. I love your style. You crack me up or you make me feel so seen and heard and loved. You really get me. You say things that just really speak to me. And I think I really want to work with you. I think you're the right person for me. So Instagram stories allows you to create that type of feeling, which is so different than the feed. And so if you're not using your Instagram stories, hop on your Instagram stories. This is the most important thing. The majority of sales are made in stories and then it can convert to a message. You can ask for engagement on stories. You can get a lot more engagement on your Instagram stories And then you can just have more individual conversations with people, which is the best. And here's the thing. If somebody watches your Instagram stories every single day religiously because they love hearing from you, they love what you have to say, they probably feel like you're friends because that's the kind of effect it has, then they're far more likely to buy from you, right? The people who are watching your Instagram stories every day are much more invested than some random person who likes your photo if they do. And a lot of people miss the feed. I don't really depend on people seeing my feed, but my stories, I know people watch every day when they're interested in it. Like people tell me they just sit down and instead of watching TV at dinner, they watch my stories, which is such a compliment, but that makes me feel good. I'm glad I provide value, whatever that that might be, whether it's education or entertainment, that makes me happy. I want to provide value for people. And those people are usually the ones who down the line will be more likely to invest in me because they trust me. I show up consistently with valuable content. They can get to know me on a personal level. I mean, I can't show up on my stories every day and fake who I am. Like, (laughs) it's just not going to happen. It would be way too exhausting. So you can really get to know how I communicate. And there's just a totally different effect when you see me talking and hear the tone of my voice and see my facial expressions. And, you know, You can tell when I'm sarcastic versus it getting lost in translation, which is never fun. So use your Instagram stories, post content on there. It is so, so crucial. It's like the most important part of Instagram, in my opinion. Let's move on to number seven, which is you don't have a clear call to action. So you can be posting great content and really showing up, providing a lot of value, but there's no clear call to action. Well, what do I do? Do you have services? Do you have a program? Is there a free guide? Do you have a website? Is there a blog post? Like, what is my next step? And again, this one seems really obvious, but so many people don't have a call to action anywhere. Are you taking clients? Can I can I message you? Should I email you? Should I go to your website? How do I sign up for this? I mean, if you're if you're launching a program, tell people exactly how to sign up. What's their next step? What should they be doing? What is the call to action? There's no point in writing an amazing post if There's nowhere you're leading the person to, whether that's to comment or to check out another post or to message you or to sign up for your services or to book a discovery call. But give them a next step because, you know, think about it from the user experience. I read this awesome post or I watch this awesome video and I want more from you. I'm really interested in the next step. You've got me. You did a great job. You got me, right? I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I want to move forward. But now where do I go? And so many people just forget that. They leave it. They don't have a clear call to action. And I think a lot of times for coaches or entrepreneurs, this is them playing scared a little bit and being afraid to give a clear message to me for my services, click here to enroll for the program, 
sign up for the waitlist here. So they're kind of just hiding behind it and hoping that somebody's going to be so excited about what they have to say and so invested in what they have to say that they're going to go do the work themselves to figure out what's next. Oh, man. You know, some people do do that, but the truth is a lot of people are busy. A lot of people have a lot on their minds and a lot of people can't even figure out where to go. And you might think it's obvious where you should go, but it might not be for other people. So make it as simple as possible. This is such an important part about Instagram. You got to spoon feed people. You got to spoon feed it to them. You got to tell them exactly where to go. Make it so easy. Make it one clickable link. Don't make it difficult. And please, for the love of insert whatever, please do not say head to this link to do X, Y, Z and then post this long ass link that isn't a hyperlink. So I can't click on it. Like this is one of my, I can't even believe I have to say that. I can't even believe people do that. Please don't do that. I see people will do this all the time and they'll say, check out the full blog post here. And they post this long ass link that you, you can't click on and go directly to the page. So that would require me to literally type that out or like copy and paste it. I don't even think you can copy and paste it if it's on the feed. It's way too much work and people aren't going to do that. If you're going to refer someone to a blog post, put it as the link in your Instagram bio and tell them they can click right there. Very easy, very simple, but just you know, don't make it too complicated. Sometimes it shocks me how complicated people make it and then they wonder why they don't have any sales, especially because clients, pot- potential clients or customers can create so many limiting beliefs and stories in their head about what they want. People are nervous about what they want to do and they get in their own way. And so your ideal client could read your post and get so excited and then decide, you know what? I'm going to sign up for this. It's been speaking to me. I got to sign up for it. And then they try and figure out where to sign up and they spend like five minutes trying to figure it out and they can't. So then they're like, I guess this is a sign. I can't, I can't do it. Shouldn't do it. Right. <laughs> like, And then they, they decide not to sign up and you just lost a potential client, which is so sad. So just make sure you have a clear call to action and where they should go and make it simple and have something for them to do next. Like really make sure you always have a call to action. If somebody's engaged, they're going to want to know what the next step is. So make sure it's super clear. Tell them directly. Don't assume they know what to do next if they want to move forward with working with you. And last but not least, let's talk about the eighth most common mistake people make when trying to market on Instagram. And that is that I don't know anything about you personally. I want to know about you personally. This is so, so key. Like I mentioned before, in a sea of other businesses and entrepreneurs and coaches, the way you're going to stand out is by showing off your superpower. And your superpower is your personality. People want to work with people who they can relate to, who they would want to be friends with, who they want to communicate with. I mean, if you're going to be hanging out with them for a couple of months, you're probably going to going to want to know a little bit about them personally. This also builds trust, a lot of trust, right? It's the relatability piece. It's, oh, she does that too. I love that too. I love going to that restaurant. Oh, I love drinking that superfood elixir. I don't know. I just made that up. You know, like if they if they see something in your life that they can relate to, if you have something in common, even if it's not direct, that builds a ton of trust. They feel like they can get you. They feel like they can see themselves in who you are. And if you are walking your talk, they want to get to where get to where you are, right? That's the point of why you're coaching them. But this is how you're going to stand out with your content and how you're going to stand out as the best coach compared to all of the other coaches that have the same 
niche as you. What makes you different is you and nobody else can copy you. They can't copy your personality, which is why it's so important to be authentic, be yourself, because nobody else can copy that. And it's what makes people really attracted to you and magnetizes people to you. But I want to know about you personally if I'm going to work with you, right? It's like that nosy piece of the of the human experience like in psychology. People want to know about you personally. They trust you more. They see you as a real human. They see you as relatable and authentic. And people just want the peek into your life. This is why Instagram stories is so great. People want to know what your morning routine is and what your nighttime routine is and what your skincare routine is and where you go on the weekends and what you watch on TV. Like, It might seem pointless to you and they don't need to know all the nitty gritty details. And this shouldn't be the only thing you post about. It shouldn't only be personal. It's definitely not what you want to do. But you need to add some personal touches in there. Like just weave that into your content and always bring it back to the ideal client and how this can relate to her or use that as a as a call to engagement if they do something similar to you. But you really want to show off your personality. This is what's going to make you different and unique. And think about the people that you love following or learning from or you've invested in. I would bet more often than not, part of why you wanted to sign up to work with them is because you knew some things about them personally that made them feel more like a human and more relatable. And that's a strong selling point. And that's also what helps you build a deeper connection with your client. And I really believe having a deeper connection with your clients is what gets them really good results. I mean, I know some coaches are like super on the surface and don't even know their clients that well. I can't even imagine that. Like anyone who works with me knows I'm, I love my clients so much. I know them very well. It's super important to me. I'm like very, very emotionally invested because I love them. And I just, I can't imagine it being any other way. And you kind of just want to have that energy exchange. If we both know each other, we both know each other. We both know about each other's lives. And it doesn't have to be super in depth. Like you don't have to share your deepest, darkest secrets, but I just want to know some things about you personally so that you seem more interesting and I trust you more. You're more relatable and you don't just seem like you're this picture of perfection that knows everything and doesn't do anything wrong and never has a zit on their face. Like it's really important that people know, you know, that you're real and sometimes have zits. It's fine. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? You know, but I'm serious. Like this is one of the biggest mistakes I see people making. And it's again, often related to, they want to put on this facade that they are very professional practitioner and like, that's great. And it's good to be professional, but also being super professional nowadays is just kind of outdated and people don't want to work with somebody who, who they feel like has no flaws and doesn't, they don't have any, you know, anything interesting about them. They don't want to work with somebody who seems like they have a stick up their butt. Just saying. So show that you're a real human, show that you enjoy life and you have interests and you do things. Like it's not it's not that complicated, but a lot of people get in their own way and they just they want to have this picture perfect profile and the truth is that people love relatability and authenticity and that is what sells. So if I don't know anything about you personally, I might not pick you to invest in. I know for me, even with products, this is why companies who sell a product, it is so key that they get their founders out there on podcasts and putting you know videos up on their website and social media, sh- sharing more about the founder's stories and things about them personally. Because if there's a million products I can pick from, then I'm going to pick the one where I like the founder the best. 
You know, a lot of people choose the companies that they invest in, the ones that they want to support by the founders or the owners, the people who represent it because they like the person. And it's the same thing with coaches. People usually want to work with a coach that they just like as a person. So share some cool facts about you personally. I want to know about you personally, not just all the education you could provide. That's great. But I want to know more about you. You have many layers. So I want to know about them. So that wraps up my top eight mistakes a lot of people are making when marketing on Instagram. And some of them seem obvious, but they are the most common ones. And I'm sure you listen back to this. And if you market on Instagram, you probably have realized that you've been making a few of these. Some of you, maybe all of them. No worries at all. You can always adjust things. This is really the tip of the iceberg. And if you are serious about building an online coaching business and you want to use Instagram to do it without any paid ads, then No Bullshit Business School is for you. I really break this all down. There's a ton of content. There's so much to dive into and (laughs) creating an Instagram profile and page that actually converts is is an art, I will say, but I make it very simple for you to do. And I just want to see people grow their businesses and help others help others. That's so important to me. So if you want to learn all things social media, as well as just building a business, how to be an effective coach, the energetics of coaching, because even beyond these more tangible Instagram techniques, there's a lot to know about balancing your masculine feminine energy and manifestation and just energetically attracting in the right person. So many layers to this and I cover this all in no bullshit business school. So if you are interested in applying, enrollment is open now. Limited spots are available and we start October 5th, but you're gonna want to sign up now so that you can claim your spot. You can go to christinaricewellness.com and click the business tab at the top. All of the information is there, testimonials, and you can apply there. You can also head to the link in my Instagram bio and click straight from there. So that's going to be it for today's show. I hope you learned something new. Don't forget to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. If you find this podcast helpful, it helps other people find the show and I so appreciate it. It is a totally free way to support me and what I do. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll chat with you again next episode.